Hello and welcome. My name is Megan Lucky and this is A Lucky Life. Come along with me as I try and get to know myself better and hopefully help you get to know yourself better too. I'm back in Miami, bitches. And you know what? I like Miami. I used to think that I would hate Miami. I had a lot of limiting beliefs around Miami, to be honest. Now that I'm here, and even in the summer, which is like the worst time to be here, I like it. I can walk around in whatever the fuck I want to wear and not have to worry about being judged. Everybody is exactly who they want to be here. And I'm not saying it's perfect. There's no perfect city. But I actually like it more than I thought I would. I met a girl here who used to live in LA and now she lives here. She said, in LA, the bodies are fake and the attitudes are fake. Here, the bodies are fake, but the attitudes are real. There'll be a bitch to your face here. And I could use a little bit more of that. But yeah, I just feel... I don't know, free. And plus I like being by the water and being by the beach. I'm trying to think where I want to be the next few years of my life. And my boyfriend is living here right now just for the summer, but it could be an option later in life. And I used to be like, no, I actually told my boyfriend, I said, I don't want to live in Miami. I don't want to be there. And I was like, I'll support you if if it's like the perfect job for you, the stars align just so, so that we're in Miami, like fine. But I would rather not be there. And of course, like he gets this job in Miami and it's like a possibility that, you know, we may move here down the road. I don't know if I should be saying this. I hate talking about things that are so unknown but I guess like you have to be willing to be I have to be willing to be seen in this lifetime even if things are unsettled they're always going to be unsettled I'm never going to be sure of them and I feel like I don't talk a lot about a lot of personal things in my life even though it seems like I'm an open book and I talk a lot about personal things in my life but I definitely think with the details of my life I haven't been very open and if I want to be like an influencer or have any kind of connection to others like I, I might as well just be okay with being seen fully <laughs> but I'll get there. I'll start letting you guys in on more. Like I did last week when I told you about my yoga audition, like that was vulnerable. (laughs) I felt worried because I don't know what's going to happen with that. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of things like that where I don't know exactly what's going to come out of it. Like even talking about my relationship, like I love my boyfriend and we're happy, but I still sometimes feel uncomfortable sharing about that part of my life part of me is scared because I don't know where the future is with us even though I'm happy and moving in a great direction with him I just don't know I just don't know there's so much I don't know and what I'm learning more and more is we need to be okay with what we don't know and be willing to explore it and lean into it instead of be afraid of it and shy away from it so I just read, or I love to say I just read a book, even though I listened to the audiobook, is called Your Erroneous Zones. I hope I'm saying that right. <laughs> it talks about a lot of the things that I'm so invested in learning about and struggle points for people. And it goes through a bunch of them 
And I'm sure all of us could resonate with at least a few of them, if not all of them. Honestly, I feel like most of us could resonate with all of the erroneous zones. A couple points that I wanted to double click on for you guys today. So if you don't want to read it, you can at least listen to this episode and I'll give you a few of the highlights. But oh my God, before I get into this book, let me pull a tarot card. Okay, universe, what is the message I need to hear today? Ooh, protect. Uh-oh. You're being asked to protect yourself and your energy. It's okay to want to give to others, which you do effortlessly. It's important, though, that you set healthy boundaries with your energy before doing so. Now is the time to get some protection in place. Oh, my God. Oh, you guys, I was just about to tell you about the audiobooks I've been listening to. And the one that I've been listening to, and I'm, I'm in the middle of it right now, I'm not good with boundaries. It's very uncomfortable for me. This card captures what I'm looking to do so well. Like when I went to Europe, I was in desperate need of boundaries. And that was my way of telling myself that, honestly. I went to get away and reset and discover myself and figure out what I needed to move forward in my life. A big thing that I realized there was that I gave too much of my energy in so many different directions that even when I was spending that time by myself, which I've noted the difference between being by myself and being t truly alone in um, an earlier episode that you can check out if you want. But when I was just being by myself, I had a million zillion thoughts and worries running through my mind about a lot of the times my relationships with other people and that is not giving myself energy and it's not protecting my energy protecting my energy means spending that quality time alone and putting my effort and energy into the things that i am getting true fulfillment out of a lot of the times in work in friendships in relationships we want to be there for others. I realized that I cannot give the energy I want to to others if I don't give myself love and energy first and protect that energy when it's not ready to be shared or not ready to give because I've been so burnt out in giving that energy. That has happened in jobs where I'll stay far too late and not be not even be asked to, but I'll stay beyond and I'll do other people's jobs. And you know the type, you know you've been there, I'm sure, or you know people that do, and you know the kind of people that take advantage. And sometimes I have a hard time seeing the people that take advantage of people with weaker boundaries because I know I wouldn't take advantage of somebody. Giving is good, but overgiving is not good. You need to take care of yourself and you need to put boundaries in place so that you're not going over your limit. You need to love yourself and then you'll have so much extra love after you've already loved yourself first. And then you can be happier and less resentful when you're engaging in the other things with other people. It doesn't make you selfish. It actually makes you a better friend. It actually makes you a better partner or employee when you put yourself first because then you are excited. You're full. Your bar is already full of energy. And so now you're just giving your best versus if your energy bar is depleted, if you're still trying to give your all, you can't because your energy bar is low. 
it's down here. But if you're full already, you're engaging with others, then you are so much more capable and way better suited to actually be of use to them. So if you don't have those boundaries in place, you're saying to yourself and to others that they are more important than you and their feelings are more important than your feelings. And you need to start caring about your feelings because if they keep taking advantage of you, then they haven't been caring about your feelings either. So put yourself first, set your boundaries lovingly and see how they respond. Figure out what those boundaries are. A good way to do that is by spending that time alone and listening to your body and your emotions when they're trying to speak up and tell you, hey, this isn't working for me. This isn't working for us. Okay, let's do better. Let's set boundaries or remove ourselves. And that's another thing. So I'm learning all about that in my boundaries book. And I also am learning about that or I learned about that in your erroneous zones, which I was about to talk about and in life coaching training, which I'm almost done with. We are the products of all the choices that we've made in our lives. You can blame your parents. You can blame your circumstances all you want. The only thing you control is you. And maybe those things have had an impact on you and your choices. But at the end of the day, you're in control. You're in the driver's seat. It's actually the most empowering thing to realize that we're in control of our lives because then that gives us the power and the ability to make changes and to do things differently. We don't have to follow in any pattern that we've been following in or that we think we're destined for because that's our belief. But you choose your beliefs and your beliefs make up your reality. So if that belief isn't serving you, it's not for you. Find a new belief that works better for you. The author of Erroneous Zones explains this so well. He thinks, okay, like, what does it actually mean to be selfish? And he says something like, are you a burden to someone else or is someone else a burden to you? Someone who dislikes themselves is a much bigger burden to those around them than someone who has genuine, authentic self-love and acceptance. Someone who dislikes themselves, why are they a burden? Think about it. Okay. They're never happy. They don't know how to make themselves happy. They're always complaining. They try to use other people for happiness and they blame others for their lack of happiness. A lot of the time they blame things outside of them. A person who does love themselves on the other hand is never a burden to anyone else. Typically they bring more joy than anything because they are coming from a place of love and acceptance and they're bringing that positive energy to others around them. Whereas conceit is more of a burden and it comes from a place of trying to get others approval and get more people to pay attention to them, which again is just another form of insecurity and self-loathing. Authentic self-acceptance is the best and least selfish thing you can do. Think about the impact we have on those around us that we spend the most time around. Try and get out of that loop of self-rejecting and figure out where you are doing that in your life. Where do you feel the most inadequate and what are you talking about or how are you presenting yourself to others and to yourself? What is your inner dialogue saying? Approval seeking is equal to inner discontent. It's basically saying that external opinions of you 
are more important than your own opinion of yourself and that they know you better than you know you, which is just not true. He also talks about how it's okay to want to be approved of, but don't ever expect it. And there's going to be people that will disapprove of you inevitably. What example do you want to set for your kids if you have kids or if you maybe one day want to have kids? What example do you want to set? He also talks about how Children who were raised on blind obedience and compliance grow up to have more prejudice and inability to make decisions than those who grow up with boundary setting examples and the ability to disagree and have a mind of their own. And here's the other thing about prejudice. Prejudice means to prejudge something or someone. And we have prejudices in a lot more than the ways that we think we do. A lot of the time your prejudices could be stopping you from learning really important, valuable lessons that you need to learn in your lifetime. If you aren't willing to do things because of prejudices, then your life will be more rigid and you will be more immobilized by that fear of the unknown. Whereas if you're open and willing to try new things, even if you don't understand, and even if you're not sure if you're going to be comfortable trying it, you will be way more capable and way more happy, fulfilled, and purposeful. Prejudice is simply the fear of the unknown and allowing that to stop you and create obstacles in your life all in your head. So if you just choose to do the same thing, listening to the same news, same opinions, doing the same routine every single day for the rest of your life, that will be your life. Nothing changes if nothing changes. I love that quote. And he also said this towards the end of the book. He said, do you want to be a person that lives 90 lives in one year or a person who lives one life in 90 years? I don't want to be a person who lives one life in 90 years, who never changes anything, who sticks to the status quo, who lives the same day over and over and over and over again. I don't care if that's a great day. I don't want that kind of life. I want to have different days, different experiences. I don't want my prejudices to determine the way that I live my life. And that's my choice. And I'm choosing my beliefs that serve me. You just have to keep doing that and keep trying out new beliefs until you find the ones that serve you and then start implementing them. I know the unknown is scary. Everybody's scared of it especially the people with the most prejudices. So next time you encounter someone with a prejudice, remember that. Remember that they really just have a debilitating fear of the unknown. And that's really sad. So sometimes things can be scary. Like, for example, setting boundaries. That's an unknown world for me. And it's uncomfortable, especially just getting started and taking new risks and moving to a new place and befriending different types of people. Even self-acceptance is scary. But if you don't like something about yourself, choose to change it. If you're disorganized, like I have identified in the past by, you don't have to like pretend to enjoy organization, but you can choose to change it because you want a better quality of life. And if you think that will bring it to you, then you can choose to change it with discipline and you can choose to believe that you are capable of discipline. It's all back to every choice that you make. Choose to protect your energy, as the card would say. How do you protect your energy? 
you set boundaries, not only with other people, but you set boundaries with yourself. Like, you know how we talked about moderation, incorporate discipline. There's a way, there's always a way to get to what you want. You just sometimes have to try a bunch of new things or try a hundred times and see things in a different light and choose to see things in that way that serves you. Choose to see things the way you want to see things, even if you have to be fucking delusional, okay? When you get results in life from something you do, whether it's a new thing or an old thing, it's about what you do with those results. Will you take it and say, I'm terrible, I should never do this again, and continue to stay away from the unknown? Or will you make an effort to learn from those results and edit and grow and change and become the better version of yourself? He talks about the justice trap and how when we basically demand that life be fair, we are too busy worrying about other people's gardens and not worrying about watering our own and growing our own garden and we're demanding justice by comparing ourselves to others and looking for reasons to be unhappy that's what we're gonna get you are your thoughts give yourself reasons to be happy look for reasons to be happy and that's what you will get i promise i promise i promise i promise it's just another reminder for you and for me to look for what makes you happy and look for security within yourself because security externally is an illusion. A lot of people really believe that if you do what you were told from when you were a child and you save up a certain amount of money and you get a certain job and you stick with it, that you are promised security. That's an illusion. You're not promised shit. Nobody knows what's going to happen tomorrow. Nobody knows how much time on this earth that they have. The only security you can have is within yourself. That feeling of security that you long for in relationships, in jobs, in stability externally, whatever it may be, they're just feelings of security that come from within. And that is a choice that you can make. Because if your security comes from power and from the people that you control listening to you, there will come a day when those people stop listening to you. And then what happens to that security? And if it's money related, there could come a day when that money goes away or it's from your glamour and your vanity, that will fade too. It always does inevitably. So if you put your security in something external, chances are it will be taken away from you and it, or it could be taken away from you. So don't put all your eggs in that basket. The future is always the future and it's just that. It's a concept and it's a scary unknown and that's why we want the security, but we can't have it. <laughs> so we need to accept it and enjoy the now and enjoy what we can feel good about, feel secure about within ourselves and continue to, to nurture and grow your garden instead of worrying about what everybody else has in their garden. Focus on your garden. Grow your garden. Nurture your garden. Who cares if someone else is growing radishes and, and you're growing carrots? <laughs> and it, they got the radish seeds and you didn't. And practice self-love and acceptance and that will come back to you tenfold. Okay, guys. I love you. Water your gardens. Grow your freaking radishes and set some boundaries. Yeah, I'll keep you updated. I've been practicing my yoga 
and harvesting and watering my own garden. It's been awesome. So yeah, love you guys. Take care. Hello and welcome. My name is Megan Lucky and this is A Lucky Life. Come along with me as I try and get to know myself better and hopefully help you get to know yourself better too. 